Welcome to selfdiscoverymedia.com, where the Orchard of Wisdom shows are at your fingertips. It ignites your soul, your heart, your spirit, your mind, and your body with illumination from people who have made the journey before you. They're here now to help you on your journey, on your path of self-discovery. We are funded by you, the audience, and the people we interview. If you wish to support us, please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com and press on our Fund Action button. Anything is appreciated. We'd like you to sit back and enjoy the shows. Here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of An Author's Kiss right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and an old host from way back in the past is wonderful Dina Murray from South Africa, and she has put together an absolutely wonderful program. What she has done is she's gathered a whole load of ladies, and they've put chapters together in a book called My Mess is My Message. I've already interviewed two other people who contributed to this uh, book. But this is the conductor, the person who's put it all together. She is also in publishing and coaching. She's taken a wonderful redirect in her life and loving what she's doing right now. She says, elevate your brand, visibility and income by becoming a best-selling author. Her passion is to support successful female entrepreneurs to take their business to the next level because of the ripple effect of their expansion to raise vibration on the planet. Becoming a best-selling author is one of the best strategies to accomplish this. She is the founder of Soul Purpose Publishing and Coaching, and she's the number one international best-selling author of the multi-author book, My Mess is My Message. She works with successful uh, um, entrepreneurs to elevate their brand, their visibility, their income, the impact on the, what it means to be a best-selling author. Uh, she's also a certified quantum leap transformational coach. She specializes in soul alignment for business success. And with two decades of neuro coaching experience and her own journey of healing, of healing the fear of unworthiness, oh my goodness, that we all go through that, she believes that it's the biggest obstacle to success. She created five steps to manifest a new reality as a process and a system that she uses in her coaching programs. She's passionate about expanding the consciousness of the world through her books and her coaching. Welcome, welcome, Dina. It's been so long, my love, but it's wonderful to have you back here again. It is absolutely awesome. Thank you. I'm going oh. to follow your lead. I'm going to take off these glasses. <laughs> I think they glitter. Yes, yes, yes. They'll go back on when I need to read something. In the meantime, no. But, um, you know, you you were a host with us for a short while. I know at that time the internet was absolutely horrible in South Africa. And so it was really, really hard for you to kind of get the material to us, et cetera, because I know it was a battle. And hopefully things are better there as far as the internet is concerned. But uh, you've gone off in different directions anyway, which is wonderful and exciting to, to do. So where was your pivot? Where was that, you know, um, I love what I'm doing, but I know I can go into a different level. When did that happen? Sarah, actually, it happened last year. I was merely, you know, working on my coaching. And then I got this opportunity out of the blue to become a publisher. And that actually created a reaction in my body because it was like, it was like my soul speaking to me. Mm -hmm. And that was because years, years before I read the book, uh, Alchemist 
the alchemist by paolo kello and after reading that i was just so inspired and i, I made a wish to the universe and i said i want to create stories like this mm -hmm. i wish i can create stories like this and of course i never i never wrote anything you know maybe some non-fiction or whatever but never wrote inspiring stories like that and you know i totally forgot about it so mm. when this came over my path it, mm. i just knew i just yes. knew this is it i must do this and I'm, I'm glad you paid attention to it because so many people go yes yes and then the head steps in but you know as you put in your bio in in the opening part that the unworthiness steps in oh i can't do that you know i'm not apollo i'm not a Oprah, I'm not at this and that. Who's going to read me? Who's going to do that? And we go through all of that dialogue of feeling that, you know, we're not worthy. And really, every single person's story is important because it's part of the ingredient as a humanity in life. If we understood each other's story, we'd be inspired by it. And that inspiration begets invitation for us to share our stories or be willing to participate in our own story because so many people seem to be on pause or have kind of given up and they don't know where to go. Somebody else's story becomes that illumination that can be that inspiration that can give them maybe the how or the push or the encouragement to believe they have a story in their life and if they participate, it can come, come to fruition. Yes, absolutely. And also, you know, by reading someone else's story, we identify with it. Mm -hmm. We can see ourselves in it, maybe not even fully, but in elements of it. And that it definitely takes us on a, on a journey and we see possibilities where we didn't before. Mm -hmm. And I think that is important. That is so important. Um, and just by the way, that same opportunity came by me three times before I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> the tap on the shoulder, the nudge, nudge, the wink, wink. At least you yes. didn't get the cosmic two by four. <laughs> yes, yes. I think I just missed that. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you paid attention. Yes. But it, it does happen like that, doesn't it? It does happen in a way that I think kind of the first time is planting the seed. The second time is watering mm -hmm. that seed. And that third time is, is well, are you going to pick it? Yes. You know, Yes, it's here right in front of you. Yeah, Can't exactly. make it any better. Right, unless you're going to get the cosmic no. two by four, yeah. Um, no. And, you know, I think also in that time of allowing that seed to grow, it, you know, the whole, oh, yeah, well, why not me? Or, you know, mm. why not do this? And all that head chatter kind of starts falling away and the heart and the soul, is, uh, the voice of the heart and the soul really comes out a great deal louder, doesn't it? It does, it does, you know, and when I decided to, I'm going to do this, mm -hmm. I just immediately had the first title. It just came to me. Yeah. I had no doubt about that. Yeah. About that title. So it was like it was planted in me. Mm -hmm. Just waiting to be ignited. Waiting. <laughs> yes. And I, you know, and, you know, I did have those thoughts about, um, gosh, you know, who is going to join this book? Who mm. is going to? And in me, and in the end, I realized and I decided that this book was bigger than me. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I let go completely, and I and I said, "Listen, 
I'm going to let go. And I trust that everybody who actually signs up for it are the, the right authors. Exactly. And, you know, the, the thing is, is um, when you allow, you know, when you send out the, the invitation and you allow, that mm. is when actually things start coming, you know, really coming in. They're, they're the right things to come in, right? Because you've, you've sent out the good vibrations and now it's the people that are on that same vibe that understand exactly. that message. They're the ones that are going to, uh, you know, correct, uh, connect with you. And you know that it's going to then be, you know, the right people. Absolutely. And, you know, what's really amazing, and this is a, a total example of that, is that I didn't know the people who came onto the book. Mm -hmm. I knew maybe one or two or three, but the majority of them, we didn't know each other. Right. And yet, they felt called to actually do their thing, to do write their story and invest in the book. Mm -hmm. That was absolutely amazing to me. The moment I let go, yes, things start flowing. Things started to flow. Well, you know, we always say the only control we have is that that we let go of. <laughs> because, <Yeah. laughs> you know, this thing that we had things in control, ha, ha, ha. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we it's can, such a false. Oh, it is. It's, a, it's this control, control. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> it doesn't happen very much at all. But we can control what we do with it but why we're doing it or who we're doing it with that very often is just out of our control i've already had a couple of your authors on you know i've had arena mm -hmm. uh, on uh, and uh, i'm trying to actually remember who is the other person that i had on Meg, you know, magnet yes Meg yes ryan. yes meg ryan that's right um and she's been on as well and both of them have shared with me exactly what what it meant to contribute that chapter, you know, that it, that it, in writing it, it, um, it opened up their own heart and souls, mm. you know, reveals something inside of them that they didn't know was there, you know, that they didn't, they didn't know they had this to say. Yes. And sometimes, you know, it's a, it's just that again, that allowing, okay, I'm going to do it. I don't know what I'm going to write, but then stepping into that allow and letting your heart and soul reveal itself. Yes, absolutely. And you know what's really amazing is that writing your story, it's, as you just mentioned, it's actually such a transformation. Yeah. Because you're now compelled to put things on paper that you didn't maybe even tell anybody before. But for the story to make sense and, you know, to have that flow is you've got to reveal the details. Yes. And at the same time, you think, I'm such a badass. Look at what <laughs> I got through. Yes. You know, I did this. It gives us an opportunity to see how far we've come. Yeah. And that, not just how far we still need to go. Right. No, that is a big thing that I'm always talking about. Did a show on it um, myself a few weeks ago is, is about you know, looking back to see how far we've come. Mm. You know, we may feel stuck. Oh, God, you know, I just don't know. I mean, I had a goal and a destination and I haven't reached it yet. And it's like, pause for a moment. Take a breath. Yeah. Look back from where you've come. See how far you have come. See yes. how much you have overcome. 
And that is a wonderful yes. generator yes. of pushing you forward because you know you can because you already have. Exactly. And I love that quote that says, you haven't come so far to only come so far. Exactly. Exactly. That was just the first few steps, right? You know, and I would say the biggest yeah. leap that you're going to take is the first step. That is probably it, yeah. Just to sort of get going. Yes. And trust. Yes. Because for me, that is that was the the big catalyst for myself, the mm -hmm. big transformation for myself. Because I am quite a control freak. Okay. <laughs> As most people. Um and that is actually a, a universal fear mm. is to fear let the go. let go of control. Yes. Because we feel so unsafe in this world. Yeah. Most people feel unsafe. And for me, it was such, you know, I, I wrote a post actually to say that my comfort zone doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because I stepped out of it, I've, I've blown it to pieces with this book, putting this book together, because I've stepped so far out of my comfort zone to allow. Exactly but hasn't it become allow. comfortable for you now, though? It has. Right? It has. Stepping it out of your really comfort zone, amazing. you find comfort in, in what you were afraid to do. Unknown. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And I think the beautiful thing is that unknown to find mm. comfort in that. Because that may that means possibility. That yes. means it's not done yet. That means right. the best is still to come. Yes, it's just the first step. <laughs> Which is exciting, isn't it? Step. You know, I love the title of the book, My it's Mess is My Message, you know, because we please show me somebody who hasn't gone through life without creating some form of mess. You know, I don't believe it. <laughs> um, but the thing is, is from that mess, you know, the messages come, you know, the, the pivoting to where yeah. you need to go, the lessons are learned. Right. And that's, you know, I think also in, in the writing of the chapters for them, because they're having to pinpoint that mess and the message they got from it it's a it's actually a form of house cleaning isn't it it is it is totally house cleaning and you know it's really beautiful for them too and i think that is a transformation of writing this story as well to actually look back as we said earlier and see how their whole spiritual journey has gotten them to where they are now yeah has actually led them, that mess has led them to their purpose, has led them to their message. And that is so often, it's, you know, we can look in front of things of, in front of us and we think, oh my gosh, you know, I'm in, in such a state and it's never going to get better. Mm -hmm. But the message, the gift is there. Yes. Yes, the gift is always there for us. It's always working for us, mm -hmm. and I think that is a big thing for people to realize: is is that the mess is not to get you, the mess mm -hmm. is not to nail you, the mess is for you, to teach you, to teach you, so that you can actually, you know, throw away all the rubbish and all the mm -hmm. the, the 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 rubble. And reveal that jewel yes. that you are, or the well, debris. That's actually what I wanted to say. 
there's you know a lot of people that kind of love going to kind of junk shops to find that one piece of treasure and they always say one you know um one piece of garbage is another person's treasure yes. right and it's that the thing is is that nothing is truly garbage i mean there's there is certain things that really it, it's too ripe it's got to go you know but there, yeah. there is always an ability to recreate out of something and you never know where that inspiration is going to come from. Oh, you never know. Well, that old thing or that, you know, that that doesn't mean anything to me. You can have it and to someone else. It becomes that yes. catalyst, you know. So it's uh, it's being open, isn't it? Open to receive that something that's going to stir you into another direction or into an action. Absolutely. And, you know, there are absolutely no coincidences in this no, world. No, And that message that you get, that story that you read of someone else is exactly what you need. Yes. To just urge you on, to just push you through, to just nudge you and to make it clear to you that this is your actually your next step. And that is so profound, isn't it? Mm. I mean, you know, the, the law of attraction mm. I am delighted by it every day. And I actually start laughing when I see, you know, I've just thought about this and here it is. Yeah. Yes. I here call that a message. I call it channeling. I call it, you know, you've opened up to the universal channeling, the wavelengths. Right. Yes. And, and when you are open up, when you give it up to the universe and say, okay, oh, I don't know what I need right now, but I know I need something. And I'm open to receive. And the next thing you know, you meet someone or something happens and it's like, wow, okay. You know, this is yeah. it. I wouldn't have thought about that for myself. Thank exactly. you, universe. It's because we've opened up those channels and we're able to receive information and connections that we need. And we haven't al allowed our own human intellect or ego to get in the way. Exactly. And you know, was it really the secret? is of that is just to be present oh god yes yes just to be in the present moment and you know connect to our heart then you know it's like a little door that we open mm. and things just start pouring in because i found so often that when we are we when we have our negative emotions mm -hmm. we are either in the past of things gone wrong that we project into the future Mm -hmm. Or we're into the unknown and we are afraid of the unknown. We haven't made friends with it. It's either one of the two. So the, the best place, as we, as we know, you know, we only have now. We only right. have this moment. And what you do in this present. moment will dictate what happens in, in the tomorrows. You know, what, what yeah. we plant, what we, what we water, you know, what we um, nurture is what's going to grow tomorrow. And you can have an anticipation and a wonderment for tomorrow but yeah. you need to you need to prepare for it today in the now you need, you need to ground it into today, yes. yeah in this moment yeah absolutely you know we were we were talking before we went on air about you know how people are in such a hurry that they're missing the point they're missing mm. that gift of the now um you know people have stopped reading they've stopped listening well, get to the point. What do you want? Da, 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 da. And you say, well, th there is mm. a process to what I'm giving you. The process is there for a reason. Yeah. Right. It has a system to it for us to get to the end goal. Like, you know, people aren't going to, you know, have their name published in the book if they haven't written the chapter. 
right? There, exactly. <laughs> there is a process that there's the same process in life. And if we keep trying to jump steps or ignore steps, all we're going to do is be knocked back to that step of process. And there's no resistance. We have to go through it. It's only one way. It's mm. not around it. It's no. through it. Exactly. Absolutely. And it's so true, Sarah. You know, there, there are no shortcuts. No. There yeah. are no, really, no, there's really a no a shortcut to your own um, journey of self-discovery. <laughs> yes. Of your yeah. own self-discovery, of yes. discovering who you really are. Yes. That is a process, and it's a, it's a, there's no destination to that. No. It is an ongoing, beautiful journey that keeps on unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. And that's the point you said, keeps on. It doesn't stop at a certain age or a certain accomplishment. That is just, you know, kind of maybe an end of a chapter or a pivotal point in your life, but it just means now with all that wonderful information and skills that you have, your next chapter can be even more abundant. But until we exit this body and the spirit moves on, we are still here participating and living life. And it isn't about, well, I oh, know I've reached there now. I can just sit back and do nothing. No, 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 no. If, if, if we sit back, then we just die hey? in nature as well. Yes. If something isn't functioning, it dies off and yeah. the energy is replaced. So, and isn't that beautiful mm. that our mind stays young? Yes. I mean, it's like, it's like a 20. Or, yes. Enthusiasm. Know, yes, I can do that it. It never dies. <laughs> yes. That never, never, ever dies. It's beautiful. Yeah. Our body ages. Yes. God does it. Yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. But, you know, it's never too late. No. It never, never too late is. to live your dream life. It's right. never too late to start that. It's never too late. And that is actually something that holds many people back. Yeah. Because they think all or nothing. They think I know. That, you know, I want to be at the top and I'm this age. It's going to take me too long to get there. So I might as well not do it at all. <laughs> and it's not the destination it no. is the journey and what you what you discover on that journey you know i had, um, I had a dreamer denver on yesterday which um ended up being a two-hour show i'm going to make it a two-parter i just we just couldn't stop talking to this wonderful woman i don't know if you remember a show because i don't know if it came to south africa gilligan's island um, it was done in the in the 60s. It's literally still in syndication today, 58 years later. And it, you know, it was about people who have been marooned on an island. And Gilligan was kind of the the island idiot, but all you know, caused a great deal of mess, but always seemed to find the solution as well. And uh, he met his wife doing um, a play together or a movie together. And uh, a few years later, they had a son, and then it discovered that the son was severely autistic no way to communicate mm. lots of tantrums you're just you know just um mm. and they decided both to retire from acting and just look after their child and at that time autism you know um 82 or 3 you know really was not really understood and there wasn't the support mm. that there is today and so they looked after that child for 21 years they went out four times in 20 years out 
on a date four times. Can you imagine? And it exhausted them. And they thought, well, we've got each other. And they did. And they just, they didn't ask for the help until he got mm. sick and they had to. She had a heart attack. So they had to get the help. Oh. And he consequently died, but he prepared. He bought a house across the road. She got the help. Her son lives over there now. And for the last 18, 12 years, you know, he's had permanent help. And in that time, after her grieving, because she absolutely adored Bob Denver, um, and, you know, also the kind of grieving the years that she lost, rediscovery mm. of who she is now at her age, she wrote a book on their life and then has started doing a whole children's series of books. And, you know, it, that's the thing is that she was, they were dealt a hard hand. Yes. And they went through that hard hand and they, they realized they should have asked for help. But at that time, you know, there, there wasn't much out there. Mm. Um, but it's like she didn't die with him. You know, when when her son moved across the road and she could finally sleep in and have time for herself, she went Ooh. in that discovery of herself and then discovered what she loves to do. You know, the writing of children's That's stories. And it is never, ever, ever too late to make a discovery of self and something else that you can do. Absolutely. If we're just open to it. Yes. There are just infinite possibilities. Infinite. Really infinite possibilities. And you know, That's timing is one. Oh no, she's really inspirational. Dreamer Denver. Um, I'm going to be interviewing because she's even started a foundation for veterans. We didn't get there. <laughs> We've got so immersed <laughs> and you know, she's just such a wonderful soul to talk to. But um you know the the thing is the sometimes the timing isn't right mm. right it can the, be yeah you know and it's like it's not the right time but that doesn't mean the dream is wrong yes absolutely and we must just also look at you know if the timing is wrong as we said with me coming that book come past me or the yes. publishing come past me three times that it's it doesn't become an excuse right because we are so used to our little comfort zone mm -hmm. that we don't want to step out. And I think that's important just to have, have that observation of oneself is to realize is the, is the time really not, not mm -hmm. uh, perfect now because the time actually is never perfect. Is it? No, no, you have the to time to it. do something is really never, but if we wait for the perfect time, you know, it's like getting married or having children. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's never a perfect time. The next thing you that. know, you're 89. Or, Hang on, is it too late to have that kid? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, yes, timing. And I must say, you know, when I created the book, you know, there were a number of people who really would, would have loved to, to participate. And, but the timing wasn't right. And, right. You know, I mean, I, that just I means accept book that. Too. And that's the thing with what you're doing. I'm, yeah, no, it's, I'm it's, you don't have to settle up the one book because there's so many other wonderful stories out there, yes. right? I definitely think that next year, early next year, I'm going to do volume two right. of my message, my message. Good. because It's, uh, it's like a, a, that kind of book, you yes. know, it's so inspiring. Right. And, and as I said, you know, the best lessons are learning from those that have gone through it. You know, yes, it's, and if you read the stories, mm, oh gosh, yeah, there are there are women who have gone through things that I think, oh my gosh, it's amazing what they've overcome. Exactly, and I think we totally underestimate 
our resilience. Yes. <laughs> or our abilities. Yes. I think we sell ourselves short all the time, you know, through, I've just celebrated my 10th year of, of podcasting and through the years of doing this, there's always been a common denominator. You know, people kind of either having, you know, the tap on the shoulder three or four times or the cosmic two by four mm -hmm. um, and that rediscovery of who they are, you know, that yeah. going through the process one step at a time, despite where they've been or how many ashes they have to come from, you know, to re um, not reinvent themselves, rediscover themselves truly yeah. from the inside out. Because a lot of people were living the outside in life. And in when they were invited to live the inside out life, that's when they started taking the process. And despite what has happened to them, and believe me, for some people, I wouldn't have blamed them if they'd given up with what they've been yes. through in life. But who they are today, because of what they just said, it didn't happen to me, it happened for me. For me. Absolutely. And I discovered my strength. I discovered my courage. I discovered mm. my abilities. I discovered my purpose. I know who I am, what my instrument it is, who I'm here to play it for. And they step into something that was so much bigger than what they went through and becomes so illuminating for other people that it invites other people who are going through struggles to believe yes. they too can get through this. They too can thrive. They too can have a wonderful, abundant life if they're willing to go through the process they're willing to and let go, let go of what's causing the pain. Yes, yes. That is the big thing. Yeah. Are they yeah. willing to yeah. actually go through the process? Yes. Because it is the process of transformation, of letting go of the old self, of the false self, of the ego, mm. and actually connect with your soul and actually step into into the trust, yeah. into the surrendering, you know, that control <laughs> that we hold on to so dearly to let go and to see what can happen if I let go. That but why do we hold on so thing. tight? Is it an illusion that we're holding on to? Is it an expectation that we're holding on to? You know, if I let go and become something else, what will people think of me? You know, or will I let myself down? Will I fail? You know, I think, again, it's that exterior pressure that exterior makes us pressure. hold on to things that aren't serving us. But it's also, it's also um, a thing of not trusting mm. completely the universe, not, not trusting God completely. Right. Thinking, and that stems again from unworthiness, to think mm. that, you know, I'm not worthy to be sort of taken care of to, to, to be held up, to be carried through this. And the thing is, we always, mm. we always carry through. It always reminds me of, and that's what I wrote in my story as well, you know, when things got really bad and it reminded me of that story of, um, that goes that the person said that, you know, I've always known that God was walking beside me. Mm -hmm. And then when, but when, when I've always seen two, two um, pairs of, uh, two sets of footprints mm -hmm. as I walk through life, but when things got really bad, I only saw one. Yes, exactly. And God said, but that's when I carried you. Right. Yeah. And it's or, true. Or you know? we switched, or we switched God's message off. All right. Yes. Yes. That can also be. Mm -hmm. But I think God carries us anyway. Yes, until we realize we're being carried. 
Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, because most of the time when we're in our own darkness, what is what do we feel alone? You feel alone. Nobody understands us. Nobody cares for us. We're abandoned. Who do we think we are? You know, um, nobody cares if we live or die. You know, we go through <laughs> that. Right. And it's like when we come out of our own sorrow and decide again to be present, to be calm, to allow, we will know that we are never alone. Never for alone. we are of God, God, universe, yes. spirit, or energy, whatever you wish to call it. We are all made of those same particles. We're all of that essence. So exactly. where is God? Inside of you. Inside. How does God speak to you? Through those channeling messages of opening up from the universe. So while we're busy chasing our tails going, why, why, what am I meant to do? Why is this happening to me? Take a breath. Be still. <laughs> and the answers will be revealed. Yes, absolutely. Just become quiet. Yes. There is so much beauty in stillness. And silence. And silence. And just connect to your heart and your breath. And allow, because I think, you know, I always think that your higher self is like shouting, but you yes. can't hear it because you're, it's so much noise in our lives with all the bombardment of social media and this and that and this and that from one second to the next. We have become so addicted to having our phone in our hands all the time and looking for the next thing. Where's the next like, the next message, yeah. the next something that tells me that I'm important. Yes. But actually, you are already important. Mm-hmm. But in, on a different, way different level than what the the world mind is leading you to believe. I'm going to take you know the president of Ukraine right now, prime minister, whichever he's called. You know he was a comedian, right? He was also, I think, a, a lawyer, but he was a comedian, and they voted him in just because they didn't like, you know, the bureaucracy was going on, and that. Uh, you know, somebody sent a picture of him dressed as a superhero. And, you know, when you look at superheroes, he truly is. He has stepped up for his people in a way that we have not seen leaders step up for their people in a very, very long time. He's there on the front. He's fighting for his people. He's not too humble to beg the rest of the world for help. And that, I think, that hum- humility that humbling that I will stand by you is something we look to because we don't see it too often. But did he ever think when he was being a comedian that he, he would be a prime minister, you know, see that he would be fighting a war with Russia on such uneven terms? We never know what hand is going to be dealt to us. But who we become because of that, that is really what really can be quite extraordinary. Um, okay. So what do you feel about that? I just, I agree with you. I agree with you that we really cannot even imagine our own capabilities mm-hmm. and our own way life can take us. Because mm-hmm. I think what's important to realize is that as we just said before, we are not just humans. Mm-hmm. 
We are spiritual beings mm-hmm. in a human body. Having a human and experience. <laughs> having a human experience. And you know what? We are actually here to manifest the glory of the universe through us. Mm-hmm. Because nothing man-made in this world exists besides going through man. Mm-hmm. It all starts with the thought of someone getting a beautiful desire, an idea, yeah. yes, and is getting guided by the high, their higher self, mm-hmm. super consciousness of how to bring this into into the world. And if we can make that awareness in ourselves that I'm not here to just be mediocre, mm-hmm. I'm actually a vessel. Yes for the expansion of the universe, because that's, that's how the universe, that's how God expands. It's through us, through, the, through us humans. Yes. Because we are not just humans. And no. when we realize that, we are, can let go and say, okay, fine. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. I'm open to receive. I'm open to be guided. And I think we'll be absolutely blown away by how our life can take a turn for the good that's mm. beyond our wildest dreams. The, you know, the unexpected, you know, there's always going to be the unexpected in our lives. It's how we respond mm. to that unexpected, you know, it's what we do with it. And there are times that, you know, I kind of, you know, metaphor it to giving birth to oneself. You know, that nine-month gestation, the morning sickness, the cramps, the backache, you know, the heavy belly, (laughs) then the pain of going through the labor. And then when you hold that child, you know, all this, all pain is forgotten, right? And it's like, if we, if we need to go through that process of our own um, resurrection of new life and, and hold ourselves in the same loving way. Yeah. And, and allow ourselves to take that discovery of where we're meant to go by being in tuned and paying attention. I think that, you know, I love seeing people and their rebirth. I love oh, seeing it's people. Beautiful. It, oh, it is one of the best things ever, seeing people step into their own beautiful divine light and yes. meaningful purpose. And it's what we're here for, isn't it? It is what we're here for. And that is so true because it is like a birth. Mm-hmm. It is like a birth when we discover our true self and we can actually really start living that. And, the, you know, the wonderful thing is, is that it's already here. Mm. We just need to connect yes. to that vibration. And isn't that beautiful that we, that we actually have different, different versions of ourselves and mm. different vibration realities? And yes. as we can just tune in to where we want to live, the life we want to have, we can make it happen. Yeah. We can allow it to happen through us. And we don't, we don't need to stay stuck. No. But we need to go through the process of actually um, practicing that vibration. We, that is important yeah i mean how do you recognize it what do you want to do you know how what do you do with it and well that comes into participating first and foremost in your own life i think a lot of yeah. people are waiting for things to happen to them for them instead of them making it happen for themselves 
Absolutely. That is so important. And you know, that is to decide. Mm -hmm. I love that saying this is, you got to get definite with the infinite. Yes. <laughs> you got to yeah. say, what do you want? Right. You know? What do you really, really, really want? No, no. Yeah, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you know, decide. Decide yeah. on something. But sometimes what we don't know like. what we want. And, and what we want in this state might be, I just want peace in my life. I just want substance in my life. I just want to know I, can't, I don't have to live in the fear anymore. And if that's what you know you want at the present moment, what are you going to do? to make that happen. And from when you take those steps and you find that peace and you find, you find yourself along the way, then what you're meant to do with it will be revealed. Yes. You don't Absolutely. have to have the big dream. You don't have to have the big vision. It could be just be, I don't want to live in this state of being anymore. I am always in fear. I'm always clenched. I'm always unhappy. I'm always ill. So how do I step out of that and step into a flow, a meaningful purpose that counts for me. And that is, again, there is no manual. There is a process, the skills and tools, right? You can put in your backpack and you can take with you, but there is no manual. You have got to put, the, that's why I say the biggest leap is that first step. That first step, absolutely. And what's really important is even if you want only peace, yes, or you want what does that look like? Right. Right. How would you describe, how would you know that yeah. you've got peace? And what if you've never known that, how life? would you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. How would you know? Yeah. You have to get clear on what it is that you want in terms of, I always tell my clients, you must be able to make an image. Yes. Of what it is that you want. If you can't make an image, you're not clear. And an internal image, right? Not an external image. If I have no, no, car, no. In in your in your imagination, yes. what is what does that look like right. that you want? And you know, start with something small. Hmm. You don't have to have the, as you say, you know, the huge, right. big dream. I'm now a millionaire or whatever. What is the next level? What is the next little step that you would love to experience? And focus on that. What would that look like? Get very clear on it. Yeah, And then live as if you have it already, because that's the secret of the universe. Right. You've got you to gotta become it before yes. it will come to you. I mean, the, what the universe, they also be careful what you ask for, because that's what you will get. And I'm always <laughs> saying, you know, what you feed is what's going to grow. But, you know, if you, oh, I want to be a star. Well, you might end up being a star, but was that really what you wanted? You know, yeah. because now there are pressures and responsibilities and everything else to do with being a star. Do you want to just shine bright in your own life? And I think, you know, um, we don't get clarity when we're in chaos. So before we can get any clarity of what we want, we've really got to be still and find <sighs> breath and centering of self. Because how do we, how can we be clear in what we want if we're still in a turmoil? Yes, it's a different kind of thinking. You've yeah. got to become quiet. I totally agree. And also, many people, as we just said, don't know what they want. Mm. They can tell you what they don't want. Yes. But you know what? Start there. Yeah. Write down everything that you don't want. And then look at the opposite of that. If you don't want that, what do you want instead? What would that look like? 
Yes. If that is because most people or many people are used to thinking in terms of what they don't want. Mm. They're thinking in terms of what they want to move away from. Mm. And of course, the irony is that that keeps them stuck exactly where they are. Because that's what they're feeding. You know, I used to do that. That's what they're feeding. Yeah. I did that with my own clients. I said, I want you two columns, everything you don't like, all the negatives, all the things that are out to get you, everything, blah, 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 blah. That column is always Mm. longer. Then I said, or now the gratitudes. And then you'll see the gratitude is a short paragraph, the other one off the page. Then I go, okay, now which one are you going to feed? Because whichever one you're going to feed is going to grow. It's going to grow. Absolutely. Right. So if you're not happy with all of this negativity, why are you still feeding it? Yeah. Yeah. But we don't realize we're in that pattern, though, do we? No, we don't. We have blind spots. And the whole thing is, the first step is self-awareness. Yes. And, you know, if you think about it, that we have 65,000 thoughts a day, of which 95% is subconscious, mm. you're not even aware of them. Mm-hmm. The scary thing is, it's the same thoughts we had yesterday, <sighs> yes. the day before, the week <laughs> before, the month before, the decade before. Yes. So un- until we become aware of, and isn't it wonderful how we receive this gift of feeling? I love feelings. Yes. <laughs> and that that gives us a barometer. Yeah. Of what are we thinking? Mm-hmm. Because thoughts and emotions go together. So just by becoming aware of how am I feeling, and then I can ask, what am I thinking? Yeah. To feel this way. Already it gives us that I call it the supply chain of the mind. Right. Yes. Think, feel, act, or speak, and result. Yes. If you want to change a different result, you can't change the thing that happens, but you can yeah. change how you look at it. Exactly. You can change how you think about it, mm-hmm. and that will create a new emotion, and you will take a new action from that emotion and have a different result. Exactly. hundred percent. hundred percent. You know, I always say the, this is my mantra, is... Um, the soul has to speak for an open heart. The soul, divine truth, will speak in resonance to the heart. The heart will then ignite the spirit. And the spirit will open the mind to what it needs to know when it needs to know it. This is filled with a massive amount of data. And very often we get stuck in that data, the what if. You know, but mm. what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? What if that, what if this? And we talk ourselves out of things all the time. We go back to old programming and old patterning and old loops. When we're willing to listen to the soul and the heart, that is a truth. That yes. is a, a something you don't need to verify, validate, justify. It is the truth. The spirit knows what mm. to do with it. Then yes. it can extract what the mind needs mm. in order to make it happen. But when we go thoughts first, we don't pay attention to the soul, heart, and spirit because the, the mind thinks it's, it's more brilliant than the soul's intellect. But the soul, spirit, and heart have an intellect all of their own. And all emotions are there to indicate how you feel. What yes. is it that's making you feel that way? Where we, run, where we run into problems is when we become emotional over the emotion. Yes, yes. That is absolutely true. And yes, the, the, the one thing to remember is, you know, you are not your thoughts. You have right. thoughts. 
you are not your emotions. Mm -hmm. You have emotions. Yes. That's yes. part of your human experience. Yes. Okay. We are more than that. Right. We are so much more than that. Yes. We are a beautiful beacon of light, of love. You know, ultimately, what is God? You know, what is the highest frequency? It's love. It's, it's love. love. When we're living on a love vibration, we cannot knowingly do any harm to anyone else because it's doing harm to us. Exactly. Exactly. But how to get there? And that is the process, the journey, the willing to share your story. And I think for a lot of people, there's a lot of people that are very embarrassed over their story. You know, I'm in the process yeah. of, of writing my book and it's like, oh, do I really want to share that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, I look like an idiot again. But it, it is, we're all, we've all done idiotic things, you know. We've all done it. But we've done it based on the knowledge or the conditioning or the environment that we mm. were in at the time. When we yes. know better, we do better. Yes, that's absolutely true. Yes, all people do the best that they can with the resources they have available. Exactly. And where you're at in that particular process of life. And I think, you know, I'm sure you've had it with, your, with this book and I've had it with plenty of people I've interviewed. It's like, I look back on that person and I don't know who she is because she's not a resemblance of me anymore. I finally stepped into myself. Yeah. And what a beautiful realization. Yes. Yes. And when we look back on it, what an incredible journey. While we're going through it, you know, it can feel hard, it can feel struggles, it can feel confusing. But when we get through to that other end and we go, you know what? I finally stepped into myself. You talked about the two feet walking. You know, for me, yeah. I had a, a, my divine self, my intuitive self, which I have been on this planet for eons and eons. And that's always been my truth. But I was trying to be the human that was there to please everyone else because mm. I felt nobody could accept this being, right? It just before it's time, before people will accept, nobody could accept this being. So I had to be mm. the image of what they wanted me to be. And I felt yes. that I was walking side by side myself for so yeah. long until I could merge as one and trust my beingness. That's a beautiful way of looking at it. Absolutely. We do that. We have these masks that we wear mm -hmm. to please everyone. And we and that in that process we lose ourselves. Don't we? Completely. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. And refinding yourself is like finding Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we've got to go through that process of rediscovery, right? Of who we are now. And you're accepting those redirects and going off in different directions. You've done this book. Are you doing books for other people? Yes, I am. I'm publishing books for solo books mm -hmm. as well. And I'm working on my next multi-author book mm -hmm. that is called uh, Success with Source. Mm. Yeah. And I learn from women who practice vibrational alignment in their business. Wonderful. Yes. <laughs> when we get into those good, good, good vibrations. <laughs> yes. That is my passion. Manifestation, yes. vibration. Yes. It's absolutely my passion. So I'm very excited about this book. 
you know and like, i think it's going to be very very important for many people yeah on how to tap into their powers yeah step into their groove step into their rhythm step into their vibration because then it's like a you know, I refer to people as being an instrument, discovering what your instrument is, mm. learning how to play it, then looking for your orchestra that you can join and play yeah. in harmony, a symphony that resonates out in truth to others. But we need to discover what our instrument is, how to play yes. it. And then we know that if you pick the violin, it's going to sound like a cat's meow or cat, you know, <laughs> a cat screaming on the chalkboard, you know, for a while until you learn to perfect it. And it is don't expect to be good at it straight off. You'll get no. better at it as you go through it. And then you will appreciate how better you got if you look yes. back on where you started. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and always be willing to that redirect. I'm so glad that you're doing the publishing, you know, always based in the soul and the loving vibrations and that connection to our beingness, to our source, to our source of energy. You know, um, again going back to the timing there were a few people 20 years ago doing this and they kind of you know the paulo uh, louise hay a few others that were writing this and they kind of they became the pedestal for others to mm. to look but when people become you know kind of that pedestal people think well they're there i can never be that mm. and you know what what it has opened up in their teachings is like oh i guess i can if I participate, Absolutely. so if I participate, if we we can all be that alchemist, we can all be that inspirer. It's just a question of how much are we going to immerse into our own lives, and then share that with other people. Absolutely, Sarah, and not look at others that are, and you know, actually, I think the the it's so important for us not to compare ourselves with other people. I hate because, the word compare or compete, two yes, words I don't like. Yeah. Absolutely, because we are all unique. We are all, all of us, our spiritual DNA is exactly mm. the same. Mm -hmm. We have just chosen different human journeys. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. all. For different reasons. For different, For different reasons. purposes. You know, we're all part absolutely. of that instrument in the orchestra. We don't want everyone exactly. to be the same instrument. We are <laughs> all, we are all connected. Yes. We are all one. We are all different expressions of the same. And there is no need to compare. There's no need to compete. No. Absolutely. We are here with our own divine mm. expression of what we came to do in this world. Mm -hmm. And so everyone else. And people who are, you know, there are people who are much further along their journey than, than we are. But we are necessary yes. for the people that we are here to serve at this place well it's, we it's always passing the baton on isn't it you know the people yes. that inspired us have helped us rise up to a higher frequency and vibration we're now igniting that in other people and so yes. will the ripple effect go it right? always continues yes it always continues those Absolutely. good 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 vibrations keeping them going that's the important thing you know, we look to the world problems and we like to point fingers and we forget the three pointing back at us. And it's yeah. that if you want world peace, if you want inner peace, if you want, you know, um, personal or, or global abundance, you've got to be it. Everything you've got to be it. We, we are a part of the problem or a part of the solution. Again, goes back to our choice, doesn't it? 
It does. And, you know, the, the main thing is, is that we don't attract into our lives what we want. We attract who we are. Yeah. Yeah. We attract our energy. So, you know, if we are falling into the complaining and judging and condemning all the time, then that is what we attract. That's the algorithm. People, compl- people complaining, yeah. people condemning, people yeah. judging. Yeah. And we stay in that like whirlpool or that loop, <laughs> like black yeah. hole. Yes, <laughs> tornado, hurricane. Yes. <laughs> and it's when, when, once we can get ourselves to jump out of there, mm. And to be in the in the in the vibration of allowing and acceptance, appreciation, um, accepting everyone, yeah. knowing. And I love always what Deepak Chopra said. He said when he realized that everyone, everybody on this earth are all souls trying to find their way home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is who we are. We yes. are all trying and where to find is home. our way home. It's the universal home energy. The home is here, which is the universe is in, yes. in us. We are the universe. We're all part. Yes. A lot of people think to become the one means to abstaining being you. No, there are no. trillions of cells in our body. Every single cell in our body has a job to do to make sure that the whole of the body is optimized. When those cells start breaking down, they start breaking down the optimization of that body. So we have to look at ourselves in our community, in life as a cell, be plump and juicy and productive because you are a part of the equation to the healthiness of the embodiment of humanity, planet and universe. If we can realize that our energy, how our energy, how how our mind, body states, our actions, mm. what we think and what we speak and what we say and what we do, how that actually affects the planet around us. Yeah. And yeah. you know the cause and effect, it yes. happens all the time. Happens all the time. And if we can be the cause of mm. good. Mm-hmm. And that, that cause, the cause of everything in your life, in our lives, what we have created, is it comes from us. It comes from what we think. It comes from how we feel. Yeah. It comes from our actions and uh, what we speak. We speak our world into existence. Yeah. Everything that we, that we are here, that we are experiencing, comes from us. Yes, absolutely everything. Mama Earth is rather pissed off with this. And this is why she's playing up, you know, earthquakes, tornadoes and everything on the more because she's saying, stop grounding your into my earth, you know, deal with it. Um, I'm tired of the anger and the hate. And we, you know, it's not love and hate. It's love and fear. What does fear breed? Mm. mistrust misunderstanding hate loathing war violence that's the domino effect of fear what is fear it's the fear of unknown so when we choose to educate ourselves or to discover why we are afraid we realize that we don't need to be afraid no it's all assumptions yes all false assumptions Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, you know, walking in front of a truck, be afraid. (laughs) Tapping a bear on the shoulder and having a chat, maybe be a little afraid. (laughs) There is the sensibility and there there is those fear things that are in there to keep you alive. But to cripple ourselves with fear because 
we don't understand we're fearful or mistrustful and i think fear mm. and mistrust has become very much hand in hand yes. if we could drop the mistrust and say i'm going to make my own assumption by trying to understand what it is i'm afraid of and really look at it and understand do i want to give myself up to fear absolutely and if we really look at it we'll see that what am i actually afraid of and what do i believe about that are all assumptions yes and are all false yes absolutely then none of them are true we could be so dramatic over it can't we <laughs> yes and it's it ten to one comes from um somebody else's idea yeah that you adopted when you were a child mm -hmm. and you know that is still driving the uh the response in certain situations yeah so it's so important to not believe everything that you think right yeah and to question all you've been challenged. told <laughs> yes. yes challenge your beliefs yes. challenge your responses is this who i am is this what i believe is this true for me and again you know that self-awareness when we feel fear anger guilt shame whatever disappointment dissatisfaction condemning complaining you know all of that is to challenge ourselves and just do some introspection and ask is this who i am right is it who i want to be is it who i want to be mm -hmm. and you know you can make the decision right there and then and say this is not me right yeah and and you this and i have both done that in our lives and you know where we are now we're meant we're where we're meant to be doing what we're meant to be doing doing it from a place of heart and soul knowing that it may just be the seeding of a young garden but we know it's going to grow into a massive field right Absolutely. because that's you know is a lot of people are going but there's so much going on in the world I, I don't know what to do how can i help well there is the oxygenate yourself the importance of yourself not self-importance because that's ego driven, but the mm. importance of self, you need to look after you and be as abundant as you can be within yourself, then your cup will run off over. Yes, right. So it starts it, with you, it starts with you. And sometimes you have to be selfish with the people around you mm. and say, Look, I'm sorry, I am shutting down, I'm saying no to this, I'm not doing that mm. right now. I'm putting this loving energy that I give to everyone else on me right now. Mm. And you know, I think that again is that big leap that people take in that first step. How important am I in my own life? Yes, because if you don't see yourself as important, nobody else will. Right, right. And you know, that is that journey of self-discovery. I know when I, you know, when I um, was in transition, kind of coming into my oneness, um, you know, I said to people, I'm sorry, I can't be there for you right now. Mm. I'm asking you to be there for me. And if you can't be there for me, I understand that's all right, but don't ask me of it, for anything for you because everything I give you right now, I have to give to myself. Mm. I lost some friends and I gained some others, right? And it was, it was a hard thing for me to do, to switch off from everyone else, go mm. in Scylla and look at what I needed to do for my own healing. But it's the best thing I did for me because now I'm more productive in what I do than I than the dysfunctional and empty tank that I was giving before, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And trying to please everyone, and there's no way that you can do that. No, 
if if we run on empty anyway so exactly. we've got to fill our own cups first yes. and then as then we have plenty of yeah. of love and energy to uh to radiate and to give to others when we've you step into that loving us. yeah when you step into that loving energy it magnifies itself doesn't it it becomes abundant itself it's this this constant beautiful volcano of love constantly spewing out and there's the the more you're in it the more you have to share and give away and the more it gets bigger and bigger yes and flower and flower yes. it's beautiful yeah it is absolutely beautiful so the next book you have is is um is on energy what when is that coming out what will that title be it's called uh, success with source mm -hmm. and it's about uh women the subtitle is learn from women who practice vibrational alignment mm. in their business mm. and it's open now for authors to come in uh it will be published around end of july beginning of august mm. neat um and uh, you've got that and you've got something else on the burner for, for book two for next year for My Mess. Um, yes, book two for next year. Definitely. I'm going to do another volume of My Mess is My Message. Right. And then I wait for Spirit to tell me what's the next book. And uh, is this all of you choosing people? But can people sit, come to you and say, I've got the people. Can you do the publishing for us? Yes, I can do that too. Excellent. Because really, this is the way it's going right now. People are contributing chapters, and it's so impactful. You know, there are a lot of people putting, I'm, you know, I've been asked to put out my own memoir, but it's my angels and I's memoir, because my poor angels, I've really made them work. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's very often their view of my life. And going, oh, boy. <laughs> How many cosmic two my fours did I have to hit her with? Um, but for some people, yes, there is that memoir there. But, you know, for a lot of people, it is that chapter that impactful chapter and the one chapter after the other of people sharing that heart and soul you know that that process that meaningful purpose and how impactful it can be and for a reader sometimes a whole book might be something a little hard to get through but reading one chapter putting it down digesting it really kind of immersing into it and then picking the book up again and reading somebody else's chapter yeah. you know we've got this illusion that we must read from beginning to end whatever book that you've got there we can pick any chapter any time and i i love just Absolutely. opening what do i need to know with a book and let it open up to where it needs to go that's what i need to know today so yes. they can do that with that the chapters true. right mm -hmm. they can do that yes yeah and it's all individual stories and it's all part of a collective yes so the theme and, is the same and having interviewed already two people um from your group there now yourself you know the as they said the 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 meaning you know what they revealed about themselves and you know what they discovered about themselves in doing this was so impactful and they're and they're also very proud of what they've put very out proud. there yes and you know that yes. is the thing we when we talk about ego, we're talking about the negative side of ego, where it becomes at the expense of others or even at the expense of self. When we talk about self-pride, it is looking at the achievements that you've made, despite the challenges you had along the way. Absolutely. And, you know, the, to know that this is going to help someone. Mm -hmm. This is going to impact someone's life. This is going to make a difference. Yeah. Because people reading the stories...
they identify with it mm-hmm. and they find inspiration and they find, you know, what can they do? They yes. find their own blessing uh, in among, you know, um, in their own adversity that they are going through. Uh, because that is the that is the whole message that there is a blessing yeah inside what we're going through and um it's to start looking for that and that's what i hope the book does it's to awaken people to actually start looking for the blessings mm-hmm. that well it's been have. received very very well already so it's clean you know people are hungry right now they're hungry for their own self-discovery. They're hungry for a meaning in life. They're hungry to know there's got to be something more than this. There's got to be yeah. something better. You know, um, COVID, however tumultuous it was, because it's always out of chaos, we find clarity. For many people, it became a redirect in their life, a review mm. of their life, uh, taking stock. Do I want to keep going down this road? And for a lot of people, pivoting into a new direction. And that is a gift in itself, isn't it? It is. It is. You know, I always have this motto that nothing is all good or all bad. Right. There's always um, there's always good with the bad. There and, is. You know, or good in the bad. <laughs> yeah. Especially with with COVID, I think it has actually been a, such a catalyst mm-hmm. for so many people to redirect to find mm-hmm. their purpose, really, of what it is that they love doing. And to find their own resilience, to to just find a better version of themselves, mm. um, and find new ways of doing things. Yes, yes, but life is when we lose the zest for life, when we lose the joy for life, when we when we stop being grateful for all the beautiful, simple things. You know, the, the breeze, the water, the, the trees, the earth, everything that's provided for us, children laughing, puppy dogs wagging tails, birds singing. You know, when all of that, when we forget to see that, when we forget to pay attention to all the glory that is around us and to see each other from a light of beauty that lies within us, when we start seeing all of that, then we truly actually understand what we're here for. Absolutely. I totally agree. You know what? It is that noticing Mm. of the beauty of the abundance that we start actually attracting it to us. Yeah. Because abundance is not something that you get. It's something that you tune into. Yes. Yes. It's it's appreciation of yourself, of everything around you. Mm-hmm. of praising and with gratitude what you have now mm-hmm. as you are visioning something better but it's not to condemn what you have now it's right. to be grateful at this moment because at least you can breathe mm. you know we have the breath of life in us i listened the other day to a um, beautiful teacher who said you know when you breathe Think of that something is breathing you Mm. Mm -hmm. and receive the breath. Yeah. You know, it's not you doing it. It's not you doing the the breathing. It's some, the infinite intelligence is Mm. breathing you. And I think that is so profound is that love that's always with us. It's actually caring 
is really breathing us. Yeah, we we actually take things so granted, like breath. Uh, you know, I'm an asthmatic, have been all my life, and so I know what it's like to actually be without breath, and things go black on you, and and you, you know you're gasping for that air, and that is the actual breath of life that keeps me alive. But I feel very very often that is the state of being that we get when we forget to breathe in our life. <laughs> Absolutely. Looking out, looking outward, mm. just have us on a roller coaster ride. Yeah. We find the stability, we find the yes. constant mm. inside. Yeah. Inside. Inside job. Life is an inside yeah. out job. It's an inside out job. Yeah. Nothing and, when, else. and when you come from that compass, because it is a compass, it is your guiding system, it is your truth, it's the very core of you. You know, when, when you get, presented something, should I do this or shouldn't I do this? When the core is with you, you know. And if the core you know, says no, don't do it. <laughs> yes, listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> because the core is that divine truth. And it will never steer you wrong if you listen to it. It will never steer you wrong. Mm -hmm. But we need to listen. We need to become quiet and listen. So other than the publishing... Um, are you only doing the publishing uh, of coaches or are you actually coaching as well? I'm doing coaching as well. I have a community, Manifesting Your Bliss community, where we talk manifesting and mm. we talk vibration and um, all things about money and everything that we want to manifest mm. in, this, in this life. Um, yeah, I only actually do that at the moment. With the publishing, I've decided to let many things go. Yes. And, um, and just focus on manifesting because it's really my passion. Yeah. And, and the publishing. Right. And they're both one of the same anyway, right? One leads to another or can lead to another or the books that are published inspires them, you know, the manifesting or the manifesting may inspire a chapter in a book. So, you know, it's, it is, um, it's that synergy of bringing together. It is for me because it's really just an extension of what I've been, what I have been doing, um, and that is to my mission is to help people become successful, right? Mm -hmm. And in in what it is that they are doing, so manifesting the next level of success, and and a way a strategy to do that is to to write a chapter in a book or to publish your solo book. Yeah. To publish people's stories. Yes. Because that also leads to them expanding their business, expanding their yes. brand, expanding their life. It all is aspects of the same. Because when we read that story, you know, and the reason why I do podcasting is that when you hear the stories, you know if you've made a connection with someone or not. And if you've heard the story yeah. and you've made a connection, you know, I, I know I can do business with this person now. I know I can trust them with my vulnerability or with what I need because I have felt them. I've heard yes. their honesty, their vulnerability. You know, it's not about the rah, rah, the bye, the this, the that. It's about that openness of the brokenness 
that they had to go through wow. to become the whole, to understand how to serve you today. And that's kind of what we're looking for, isn't it? We're looking for people who have been through the struggles because we know they're going to hear us and see us and understand our struggles and help us get to where they've got to. So true. And you know what's really important is when you write your story, we all love stories. Mm -hmm. And we relate through stories. And when you when 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 you share your story in a book, that is the deepest kind of relating yeah. to your client, yeah. to your ideal client, because you share, you show your vulnerable self. Mm -hmm. But you also demonstrate how you demonstrate your journey. You demonstrate showing that you've been where they, where they are and how, what are the steps to get the where skills. you are now? The skills. Mm -hmm. Yes, it shows that path. Yeah. It shows that it's possible. Yes. It shows that I can take your hand through it. Right. We can all get there. We, we can, can do it. To, we can we can do it together. We're not meant to do it alone, but yeah, it is it, it is us alone can only it is only an us that can take the first step. Yeah. Nobody can make you know as they say, take a horse to water. You can't make it drink. Leave it long enough, and it can, it's going to realize it's thirsty. <laughs> that is true. You cannot make anything no. for someone else. But they've when they're ready, that, they've got to take that step when they're ready. Yeah. When they're ready, that book is there. That program is there. Yes. When they're ready, when they decide to participate in their own lives and say, I need the help or I need the guidance, help me get to be where I need to be. Because they've got to apply. They've got to do the work. You're just You've giving them the, the skills and the tools and the wisdom to do it. Yes. You, no, nobody can do your work for you. No. No you one, could, folks. <laughs> give, give, give you the best ideas, the best guidance, the best everything. But in the end, you've got to do the work. Yeah, like nobody can eat for you. You've got to chew yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Now, that is very important. Mm. Uh, and, you know, and as you said, that the biggest leap is that first step. Yeah. And once anybody takes that first step, it becomes easier and easier. You mm. think, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this years ago? Yes. You know? They're not as wobbly as you thought. <laughs> you know, you, you are more sure-footed. You know, and sometimes those steps become strides. We don't want them to become more leaps because we don't want you to miss things. But you will actually, in certain areas of your life, take strides because that confidence and the knowledge that you have. And other times you may go back to just one toe in front of the other, right? Just while you're going That's through a situation. Fine which is fine. The whole thing, and you may even stand still for a moment just to digest and reflect or to review, you know, where you're going, but please don't go backwards. Yeah. There's nothing for and you back you, there. And if you think that you are not going to do anything, you're just going to stay where you are, then you're actually, in fact, going backwards. Yeah, exactly. Because things are changing all around you. Yes. Life is moving forward. And, yeah. you know, we, as we are going to participate. Yes. We've got to, otherwise we stagnate and we die. Right, exactly. You know, be present with self, be at one with self, be still with oneself. But that stillness, it doesn't mean you just stay there. It is to get the clarity you need in order to mm. take those steps forward. We do not 
see things in chaos, but chaos has its reason. That disruption is to shake things up you don't need for you to see the things you do need. Yeah. It's not out to get you. It's there to teach no. you and show you a path, yeah. right? It's there for you. And, I, you know, and when we can get there that we see the things that seem to go wrong mm. as part of the process of it going to go right. Yeah. Then we are in a total different consciousness. Right. Yeah. Because then, then we accept and we appreciate it's part of the, it's just part of the process. Right. And if we can hold our higher vibe of our faith of this is working out for me, everything works out for me exactly the way it should in my favor, then whatever happens around us, we can take that in our stride. Yes. Yes. Without us driving, you know, putting it as, pulling us down to the rabbit hole. Yeah. No, no rabbit holes, folks. It's um, it's for rabbits only. <laughs> We're too big to get into that rabbit hole. It's damn hard to squeeze back out of it afterwards. So, you know, avoid the rabbit hole. Uh, this has been wonderful, lovely. It's wonderful to connect with you again. And, you know, the books that you're doing, I know, are wonderful. Um, I'm sure that the people who have written in the chapters have had an impact on you as well when you were doing the editing and putting it together. Oh, I cried so much there mm. reading it. And because I have that, um, it's part of my service Yeah, uh, to read the chapter first, uh, give them feedback on it before we send it off to the editor. And um, oh, mm -hmm. I really cried in so many of the stories. Yes. Uh, beautifully written. Beautifully written. And, you know, that's the whole thing about writing a chapter in a book like that. It is about perfection. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at it from you the way that you tell, tell yeah. it to someone else. Yes. Yeah. To, to share it in that way. Mm. You oh, know, yeah, I, it had a profound effect on me. I'm a big advocate for book clubs but also podcast clubs as well and where everybody can read or everybody can listen and then come back and share their own perspective, what they got out of it. And then when you all share it together, you go, oh, well, this is, this is how this impacted me, or this is what I saw, or this is what I learned from it. And each person sharing that. And it's like, wow, I didn't see it from that angle. And suddenly you've got a bigger and a wholer picture. So, you know, really, you know, a good book club for your local book club. There's, um, you know, my mess is my message. Such beautiful stories in there. And it can be found on Amazon. Yes, can be found on Amazon. There's a Kindle version and a paperback. Right. And a beautiful thing that you're doing is all the proceeds from the Kindle book are going to two charities. Um, I, um, from all the books. The paperback oh, all, as well. Oh, wow. Wonderful. And so they're going to the charity is uh, I am um, on, I'm, I am on watch. I am on watch. I am it's on watch. Okay. Right. Uh, when it's all clumped together, my dyslexia comes in and changes the letters around. So I am on watch.org and it also goes to water wellness 
uh, project.ca as well. Yes. And, um, and, you know, that's a wonderful thing too of the books to keep on giving because they're not just giving the message. They're not just serving the people who have written it, but they're also serving other communities as well, which is absolutely wonderful. Now, if people want to be a part of this um, or have an idea for a book, uh, want to do a solo book or want even your coaching, how do people reach out to you, love? The best way is on my website, dinamaray.com. Can you spell that for the people who are just listening? D-I-N-A-M-A-R-A-I-S.com. Dinamaray.com. And everything or is just, up there. Yeah, everything is up there. Or find me on Facebook mm -hmm. or uh, send me an email. An email is just dina at dinamaray.com. And you're, uh, you're Dina Murray on Facebook, you're on Instagram, Coach uh, Dina Murray, LinkedIn, you are Dina Murray. And you've also got your own YouTube as well. Yes, I've got my own YouTube as well. But of course, that's still a channel that <laughs> I love your redirection. I love where you're going. I love, you know, the whole idea of it. As I said, I'm, you know, um, I've done one book um, a few years ago and it's hard work putting people together to do a book. Um, I have another one hopefully coming out at the end of this year, um, the Forgotten Children series, which is the same principle, but it's about what we can do for our kids because we have forgotten and left them behind. And I find that most of the time people's problems as an adult stems back to their childhood. Mm. And so if we can heal Absolutely. the inner child or if we could stop the child from being injured in the first place, um, you know, I think we would have a better society. So this is um, a beautiful way that books are being done now, contributing chapters. But that doesn't mean you can't have your solo book um, and you tell your own story. And if you're looking for a publisher that understands that this is there's a lot of publishers out there. But to find somebody who understands that you're speaking from your soul your heart and your essence that is because when it comes to the editing you want somebody who understands that language of what you're doing because otherwise they'll cut it out and generic it right uh, you know you yes. want you want someone who understands that soul and heart language is different it's, and there's there's something important here as well and that is that um, for solo people working through an independent publisher like myself is that um, you own the book. Yes. It's your content. Yes. Uh, you know, the, the big publishing houses, when mm -hmm. they work through, they own the book. I know. Yep. My brother just got his book thing back after years fighting for it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you own your book. You decide on the cover. You decide. I help you with getting an editor and I organize for you to get the cover, give you ideas on you choose. Right. You're there to put it all together. All your choice. Yes. Right. right. And that's important. People who honor your voice, your vision, you know, and can help you clarify that vision and bring it to the thing, but not somebody. I see this in sites all the time when I'm interviewing people. I look at their site and go, this isn't anything. The reflection of what the person is. And, and this is just as when you're putting your book out to represent who you are and, and your business, it has to reflect your heart and soul. 
So Fantastic. you don't want people to go, oh, this is popular right now. You've got to do it this way. And it ends up being a disconnect to who you are and what you stand for. So your book is an extension of you. Make sure that it Absolutely. does represent you. So that finding a publisher that does that is key. And you've got one right here, right here, dinamaray.com. And she can help you do that. And if you're just in discovery of self and your own beautiful essence, she can help you manifest your own manifestations. And you don't know what that is until you're willing to go down that journey and investigate self and spread your wings and be a little wondered about your own life, right? That's where it starts. So yeah, it all starts with soul alignment. Yes, yes. aligning with our soul. Yes, first yes. And foremost and key that then. is the catalyst to everything. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful to have you back here again, Dina. It's been a long time. We're not going to make it so long again. We have to come back again in the future. I love the work, what you're doing with the books. I think it's absolutely great. And as I said, I've already interviewed. A couple of other people and I know what the chapters meant for them to write it how proud they are to be a part of this book and you know the the impact that this book is having and uh, if we're willing to read folks not skim read and truly let that digest and see the impact it has on your own perceptions of life you will understand the gift that these people are giving you yes. there is no fast highway slow down one foot in front of the other pay attention to your surroundings get to know how you feel along the way that self-discovery is going to lead you somewhere absolutely wonderful and into a meaningful purpose and let these books and let these um, manifestations help you along the way because you're not alone inside or out thank you dina thank you sarah it's been a pleasure until next time folks bye for now we hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.